Talking Wellness at Memorial Care Health System. It's time for Weekly Dose of Wellness. Here's Deborah Howell. And welcome to the show. I am Deborah Howell, and today we'll be talking about exercise and sports-related injuries and how to protect our joints from long-term damage. Our guest today is Dr. Trong B. Nguyen, orthopedic surgeon at the Memorial Care Joint Replacement Center at Orange Coast Medical Center. He's also a sports medicine surgeon. Welcome, Dr. Nguyen. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So with millions of adults and children incorporating exercise and sports into their daily fitness regimens, injuries, of course, are sadly bound to occur. So do your joints actually benefit from daily exercise and athletic activity, even though there's a potential for injury? Well, obviously, there's a balance, but yes, uh, sports and fitness is important in terms of our cardiovascular health, in terms of our muscle strength, conditioning, also important for um, bone uh, bone health uh, as uh, patient, uh, people, patients and, and, and people who are uh, stagnant or don't exercise develop a significant um, uh, risk for osteoporosis. And so uh, it has an important uh, effect on our whole body uh, in terms of muscle strength and cardiovascular health and, and, and fitness. So uh, it usually is recommended. But of course, it always needs to be monitored depending on uh, a patient's medical status. Sure. Use it or lose it. Um, how do exercise yes. and sports-related injuries often occur then? Um, ex- injuries related to exercise and sports are commonly categorized into two types of injuries. One is most commonly is uh, an overuse or repetition repetitive type of injury. And obviously the other one is more of a traumatic type of injury. So overuse injuries uh, can lead to uh, tendonitis, uh, stress fractures. Uh, Basically, it's related to doing the same motion or same activities over and over and over again without resting or uh, proper care. And then, of course, traumatic injuries can be related to falls, twists, injuries, uh, collisions, and those kind of injuries. We've all been there. So what are the most common athletic injuries you see with your patients, both kids and adults? Uh, most of the common injuries are relate are related to uh, um, uh, related to sports occur obviously in the shoulder, elbow, depending on what kind of sports you play, uh, knee, ankles. Um, uh, you know, depending on the sport. If, for example, you're a basketball player or soccer player, there's a lot of lower extremity injuries. Upper extremity upper extremity injuries occur commonly in uh, sports such as volleyball, baseball. Uh, that require a lot of shoulder arm movements. Uh, mm-hmm. So it really depends uh, yeah. on what kind of sport you play. A lot of uh, side movement in, in things like sports and, I mean, like uh, squash yeah. and tennis and things like yes. that. So our kids tend to participate more in organized sports rather than general exercise. So what are some of the tips for parents to help prevent overuse or sports-related injuries with their children? Uh, yeah, that's uh, becoming a, a, a rather a significant issue in the last several uh, years um, because youth sports has been such a big focus uh, with parents. And, you know, part of it is the culture that we live in where, you know, everybody has a, a strong competitive drive to be the best, which is a great thing. Uh, and so a lot of parents uh, want to push their kids into uh, playing uh, lots of sports and, and, and different types of sports and 
and maybe even some of the patient, uh, some of the parents are are hopeful for you know college scholarships to help with their uh, uh, tuition and and fun, uh, and pushing kids into sports for financial reasons. So, whatever the reason is, um, there's always a issue of overuse and uh, additional sports related injuries. And so, what I usually counsel parents on when patients have uh, uh, injuries related to overuse. I usually tell them, uh, I usually recommend that they uh, give the kids breaks um, and and take uh, off-season time to let the body heal, let the body retrain, let the body uh, uh, take a break from the constant uh, sports because uh, year-round sports has, has definitely been shown to increase the risk for uh, not only traumatic injuries, but, you know, overuse injuries. And so, and so I recommend that either kids take breaks or uh, try different sports so that different uh, muscles and different joints are being used. Cross-training uh, uh, among different sports can help prevent those type of injuries. Um, and, and I usually counsel parents that even professional athletes take breaks. And so if professional athletes and adults take breaks you know, during the off-season, why can't kids do it? And why why are we forcing our kids to play 12 months a year and putting them at risk for injuries? And so a lot of parents are pretty uh, uh, cognizant about that and uh, and uh, have good common sense. So um, sometimes they need reminding, but uh, but it's important to to keep that in mind. Just as an example, you know, instead of playing football year-round, you'd maybe, I mean, if if a guy would be open to it, do Pilates or or yoga or just something else. Well, yeah, absolutely, and a lot of professional athletes have turned to that uh, because they understand that you know there's a lot of other training that's required to allow them to excel in the sport that they are in. Just playing the same sport over and over, you're gonna, you know, your body reaches a point or your body part reaches a point where it may potentially fail or get injured. And so when you train and cross-train and do other activities, uh, it actually enhances your athletic performance in the primary sport that you're looking at. So so it's important to do that and important for athletes to understand that. Even rugby players sometimes use ballet as a, an example for something else to do. Absolutely. They're, they're proud Absolutely. of it. Yeah, I think those are, those are great uh, uh, adjuncts to uh, athletics, athletic sports. Although every patient is different, doctor, what's a typical course of treatment when you see a patient with an athletic-related injury, and do you often prescribe physical therapy as a first line of treatment? Uh, yeah, again, it depends on the type of injury. So, for example, if it's a traumatic injury, then usually, you know, uh, rest and ice and and, and and getting the swelling down uh, is usually uh, uh, the first line of treatment. And then depending on the type of injury, whether it needs surgery or not, uh, uh, will determine whether uh, someone needs physical therapy or not. For example, if it's a simple ankle sprain, then yes, physical therapy is often very important. However, if it's a, for example, a rotator cuff tear or an anterior cruciate ligament rupture, those typically uh, will require surgery to fix the tear uh, and fix the problem. So, and then usually physical therapy is uh, uh, part of the post-operative rehab. Overuse type injuries, yes, is physical therapy is often uh, the first line of treatment, along with uh, rest, ice. Uh, and anti-inflammatories. Um, uh, but yeah, it depends on the type of injury. 
Now, if a patient needs to have surgery, what can they expect? And is it a myth that surgery means they're done playing their sport for good? Yeah, uh, that is sort of a myth, sort of a myth. Obviously, there's you know it depends on the severity of the injury and what type of injury. So, but most uh, sports injuries, uh, I would say, if it requires surgery, then the majority of patients return to sports. Obviously, it's not a hundred percent, but uh, if the majority of patients uh, have successful outcomes and they're able to participate at the uh, level that they were uh, uh, before uh, the injury, and so, uh, but it's multifactorial in terms of uh, the prognosis uh, of uh, how people return to sports, and and uh, with a good therapy, good rehab, uh, and good outcomes, and uh, with. then then there's a potential for uh, uh, return to sport uh, without a problem. You have to to do your PT, though, or it's not going to happen naturally. That that I recommend most the majority, pretty much all the time, uh, with any kind of injury, for sure. Physical therapy, post-op rehab. And a lot of times I'll have patients do preoperative rehab, too, depending on the injury as well, and depending on what kind of surgery is needed. I'll have patients do preoperative physical therapy and that way it primes the uh, uh, the body part to uh, for the surgery and makes the postoperative recovery a lot easier to, if, if it's possible. What are some of the symptoms and red flags to look out for with injuries that tell you it's time to see your physician? Uh, um, again, depending on the type of injury, so traumatic injuries, uh, slip, fall, collisions, uh, sprains, uh, where someone twists or, or you know, there's obviously uh, lots of pain, swelling, inability to stand or bear weight on your ankle or leg or foot, uh, and then uh, more kind of chronic injuries where people uh, feel like they're not able to perform their normal activities or normal athletic moves that they typically do, mm-hmm. uh, persistent pain, uh, feelings of instability, or you know, sometimes people will. Uh, describe, uh, for example, their knee buckling or catching or feeling like something's locking up, uh, and uh, and uh, and also um, you know uh, pain and and, and uh, swelling. Obviously, those are the, the main things to to look out for. Okay, and finally, doctor, many athletes and fitness fanatics, of course, often try to tough out an injury. So, what can happen if an injury goes untreated for too long? Yeah, um, that's usually not recommended. Uh, I mean, there's certain things where, you know, uh, uh, like a s- simple sprains where if if it's not severe and, and it's an, a reoccurring injury, then, and they know what's going on, uh, then, then playing through it is usually not recommended uh, unless you know exactly what's going on uh, with the injury. Uh, and so, if there's a significant injury to your knee or your ankle or your shoulder and it and you continue to play on it, there's potential for further damage. And so it's usually recommended that if, if there's, you know, significant pain or swelling and, 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 and it's decreasing your uh, athletic performance and preventing you from doing the things that you normally do, then it should often get looked at. Even if it's just to get a checkup and make sure there's nothing structurally wrong. Then, then it's good to get it checked out, and, and at least you know uh, and have a good diagnosis. That's right, because um, there might be. But yeah, usually or... tough. Right, right. Usually toughing it out is not recommended. Uh, but I know a lot of athletes, you know, 
balance, obviously, to that. Never everything in kind of moderation is is a good mantra. Yeah, and just be mindful that there could be long-term or permanent effects to consider. Correct. Dr. Nguyen, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show with us today. We learned so much from you. No problem. Thank you very much for having me. For more info or to listen to a podcast of this show, please visit memorialcare.org slash podcasts. That's memorialcare.org slash podcasts. That's all for this time. I'm Deborah Howell. Have yourself a terrific day.